0: As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Welcome to Season 2 of Cambridge Islamic College's podcast, the Tafsir of Surah Al-Kaf. How can we prefer the afterlife over this life? How can we prefer faith over materialism? Sheikh Akram's Tafsir of Surah Al-Ka'af explores this in the light of the Quran, the challenging issues of the modern times and what guidance we can get from this surah to find a solution. <laughs> They said, you know, no reason to discuss. You know, it could be one day, two days, it doesn't matter really. You know, your Lord knows best how long you stay. This actually is actually the right right knowledge. Right way to understand always properly that whatever we do, we never can have perfection in the knowledge. Never, never. Even this matter, that how long they slept. These people, of course, you know, when you think properly, when you think about this universe properly, you always know that every single matter you know very little, anything really, anything, I, actually I gave example last yesterday, that even the finger really, this is more finger, <coughs> whatever people know about the finger, all the doctors and all the scientists, whatever they know, the reality of the finger is always bigger than the knowledge, always, anything people know, when the intellectuals understand this thing, so then what happens, they always refer to the Parasheksha of the natural. to So now you see, in this matter, how long they say, is Iman. When Iman comes, you refer to the knowledge of Allah. That's why whenever the Prophet used to ask the companions about anything, what they used to say? Allah and His Messenger knows the best. Because they know that what they know is very little. And Allah is much more than that, and Allah is His Messenger. Even this thing, when the Prophet asked them, which day is this? They say Allah and His messenger know the best. Because they think what we know about this day, you know, it is Friday, whatever you can say, or it is the ninth of Arafah, it is what we know, but Allah knows more than that. It could be a messenger asking for something else, for something else which we don't know. So they refer knowledge to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In our time, this is not the case really. People always are rushing to show that they know. Actually, I have seen so many times when you ask a question about religion or something like that, and people who know, they think to find the right answer. Those who don't know, they are very quick to answer. You know, be in any assembly and ask a question, see what happens. Everybody would love like to answer your question, your question. Everybody. In our time, the can see that on YouTube, everybody is featured. You know, now, you know, in the past, authority used to lie in the schools, in the universities, in the colleges, in the research centers. Now, because of these, you know, the progress and the development of the media and people are so happy now social media and all those things everybody can say whatever they like they basically you really don't know where to take knowledge from and now people are seeking knowledge from all these sources everybody claims that they know this really is a sign of ignorance people of the knowledge they always know that they don't know they always understand this, that is real real knowledge that you always know that what you know and what you don't know so when somebody asks you some question and you say like you know, I was teaching this course about about jinn, the position of the jinn. So no doubt certainly, sometimes you know, people have certain behavior, So doctors can explain to you that you know, this actually what reason is, psychological reason, this is reason. Sometimes there can be something which doctors cannot explain. So they, they can say I don't know. Let's have some people say to me that some people have certain behavior, something, you know, so I say no, maybe don't know. But these people, don't say, you know, this person is possessed by jinn. And you ask him why, he said, because you don't have explanation, so it must be jinn. This is ignorance. Tell me, if you don't have an explanation, why it means jinn? It could mean, that there are many, many explanations we don't know. Well, how can it be jinn? Where it comes, where it fits there? It is ignorance, really. Right as you should, right, should be, okay, this phenomenon happened, you know, and there are actually so many psychological problems in, in the human body and we know the answer, but this one, I don't know we have to do research, you know, we don't know but this you no, know, since you don't know, it must be gene. tell me, is it knowledge? it ignores us many, many people have said to us, they The to you there are certain phenomena you cannot explain so how can you deny gene? we don't deny gene, but that phenomena is because of gene. what is proof for that? since there is no explanation how can it mean jinn? why cannot be horse? why cannot be dog? if this is how you make knowledge that since there is no explanation, it must be gene, there, there is no explanation, there must be dog inside you there could be a horse, there can be, a, that's sick really, it doesn't make sense you know, why you think there is only possibility in the world is, since nobody knows, since doctors cannot explain something so there must be gene in you, tell me where it comes from, this is what ignorance is really and try to understand, you know, what people know is very limited, it could be possible that certain phenomena, certain things you see in human world, certain behavior you see for a human being. Doctors cannot explain, doctors cannot explain, people of psychology cannot explain, or, or scholars cannot explain. reason is because there are so many factors in this world. Our knowledge is very limited. Allah knows. But when you claim that this is a jinn, it's your ignorance. Because you want to say there is no other factor other than only one. You know, in this world the knowledge is so much. Try to understand this properly. That's why always be humble. Don't return. Don't say something without knowing. The right, right attitude always in the world is that Allah has given you some knowledge. If you know, then make effort and to say properly. Once you don't know, the right attitude should be referred to Allah. And say, we are going to make more effort, we are going to make more effort, but don't claim something unknowingly. Many, many of these ulama and many, many of these people who, who you killed know, they really are taking so much money of the people. And Muslims actually, they have problems, real health problem. And because these, these people, they think there is gene inside, and they're wasting their time and their money, and people come mad and crazy out, out. And some of them really, they, you know, start the women's condition, uh, you know, so much going on really. It's very, very bad. Muslims should know this thing. That, you know, people, can, people cannot have all the knowledge. It's not a sense that can explain everything in, in the world. You see how these people are? They, this actually, what people think properly, the real knowledge comes. Real knowledge is that you know how much you know, and you know what you don't know. So, if you know, you make a fact to explain that, and what you don't know, say, I don't know. If you do like that, then you have knowledge. But where you don't know, you make a claim, and you pretend you know, that ignorance. That is what most people are doing in this world. Most people, they don't know, but they pretend that they know. They want to explain certain phenomena in the light of what they know. They don't understand, there could be many more explanations which you don't know. So, these people said, Your Lord knows best how much you stay. It is, it is knowledge, it is real knowledge. Real knowledge is when you don't know, then refer to Allah because you cannot explain everything and actually it is true really, that you never, never can know really, never, this one thing where people keep missing is, it. you never, never can decide or never can actually tell about human mind by looking at human behavior. It is impossible. Human, human behavior is not enough to tell you about human mind. So human, human beings is so complicated, so sophisticated, you know, that's why the right thing is, you no know, make research, and that's why the right doctors, they say, they sometimes will say that, you know, we, we don't have research for this, we are looking, we don't understand, but these people, you know, in East London, everywhere, you know, without any knowledge, every single thing is just a just So this, and this really and making so, so much proud for Islam and Muslims really all, all, all over the world. So always try to understand really, if you see any phenomena which you cannot explain, it is fine, because you know, it, it, Allah Allah made the word like that, you cannot know everything anyway, then the right attitude refer the knowledge to Allah, until you get the explanation. But don't invent the explanation, don't invent the knowledge. That actually is what, I see, what, is, that what Allah is teaching in this surah. In this surah, He is teaching properly that your knowledge is limited, and your power is limited. The forces that you control, your control over them is very limited there are many many forces they are controlled only by Allah even the forces that you control, controlled by Him alone so these people said your Lord knows the best how long you stayed now no doubt after just they think they stayed one, one day so they feel hungry so they say hadihi." so wariq is the coin from silver so in that city there must be coin from the silver. In the, in the in the past, most most place in the world either they they used to have you know silver money or gold money. So what is the silver money? So they say send one of you with this money, this silver coin, to the city. What essentially, This is a question is useless. How long we stayed? We don't know. Allah knows the best. Now we are hungry. We should eat. Take this money. This thing really a jira paper knowledge. What people of knowledge do really, that whatever they do, they do, they make every proper arrangement. When these people came to the cave, they knew they cannot carry the food. Because they're running from, you know, from escaping from somewhere. But somehow, they managed to carry some dirham, some money. That's what they do. So, Allah, the way already, the believers, what they should do, believers should do as much as they can do. All the means, when you go for the hajj then take your provision properly. When you're travelling, take your provision properly until you end of journey. You don't, don't become bigger, bigger. don't ask. Every single it matters. do as best as possible. Seek knowledge, if you want to do something, seek knowledge about that matter, as much as possible. And then make effort for that thing, as much as possible. Then after that, trust in Allah say, Oh Allah, this is the best I we could do, now you help us. These people, when they took refuge to the cave, they said to Allah this is the best we can do. But they could also carry the money. So they carried the money. Whatever they could do, they did. That is the right attitude. That this is actually way of many, many Sufi teachings that, you know, you just say, do nothing and rely on Allah Taala. Allah does everything anyway. But you are disobeying. It is not Allah's command. It is disobedience to Allah, Allah Allah's command is, use whatever I have given you already. Use them properly and then trust in me. But when you don't use what Allah has given you, it is basically disobedience of Allah. It is, 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 sin. That should not happen. Always try to Muslims really always make effort that you use all the means and asbab and causes properly like anybody. And you can see really if there's a Christian farmer and a Muslim farmer, if Christian farmers follow all the laws of the land and you know grows in you know, plants you know and grows properly and and, and, and irrigates properly and you know rain, rain, and water properly, and a Muslim farmer on the time of the you know uh, Effort in, in in the field, he goes and sits in the mosque and, and pray, does prayer, tell me what will happen the Christian farmer will grow more than Muslim farmer because Christian farm, farmer is following the law of Allah and a Muslim farmer, he does not follow the law of Allah See, in this world, when you live here, in this country you live if you follow the law of Allah, how to live properly in this world Allah will help you but if you don't follow the law of Allah and just say because we are Muslim, Allah must help us is Allah your slave? think properly, do you think Allah is your slave? Allah like is the master you obey him you do what he commands you then you trust in him and you don't do what he commands you and sitting around thinking Allah Suhata will help you he's not going to help you he is not his way do is the way do, I the best as I do. do what he commands you do what he teaches you then come, all the time that's why many many people come to us for the, with the problem we always ask did you make effort to solve the problem no effort and then ok make dua now how can you make dua it will never work you har- do haram you cheat and then you come to an army and say to you know, make dua, we can get peace in their life. No, first thing actually is to make effort, to make what is halal, what is haram, and make distinction. Then come to Allah, Allah will help you. But you don't want to do what you can do, and you want Allah to help you, it never can happen. I'll try to understand properly how this world works. All the messengers, the prophet, everybody, the prophet, when he left you know, Makkah to Medina, he made all preparation. You know, he prepared for his food, how, what he will eat, proper arrangement is not leaving Makkah M- 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 without any, any arrangement. He makes proper arrangement. When Ibrahim A.S. leaves, he makes proper arrangement. What to eat, what to drink, how, how his journey will be. He makes proper Like a slave of Allah ta'ala, makes proper arrangement. We Muslims in this world, we don't make any arrangement. And we always think Allah will do. It is not tabakul. It is tabakul. Tabakul means when you don't do anything and you, like lazy people, refer to Allah He is not going to help you. Do as best as you can do, they don't trust in Allah like these people they think that they are proper people of the knowledge so they see, they even brought money there they realize that they cannot carry food there so at least they can have money so money can help them you know, with the money they can buy things so they brought the money there so they say, take this money to the city now they are in the valley in the valley and there is are in you know, this cave and the city is a little far away because they left the city and they came to this cave so they are far away they know that in the valley, people don't use money. You know, in those days in the valleys, in the villages, people did not use money. People used to exchange the goods for the goods. So, you know, if you have, a, if you want to have meat or somebody vegetable, you exchange. That's how people used to do. So, in the valley, there was no money system. The things are there that you exchange the goods for the goods. So, the only way the money can be used is the city. So now they said, "فَبَعْثُوا <laughs> Hadakum Send one of you with this silver money to the city. Because here in the valley, you cannot use the silver money. Money needs market, money needs a place where money can be used. Same. And this person who goes there, he should look at which one is the most pure food, purest food. What purity means? You know, this word ask in the Quran you can see anywhere. Purity means internal purity, means halal food. Purity. You know, that purity means they are looking for that because they know when they left their people, they used to do business haram. You know, all the cheating, dishonesty, bribery, and also you can see, you know, not slaughtering the animal properly. These people's concern is that food should be pure. Halal, proper, pure food. You know, it does not mean slaughtering the animal. Purity is more than that. Like, you know, in our time, most Muslims are only concerned to buy the meat from halal shop and that think it is pure. It is not pure. Meat cannot be ha- pure unless it is bought by pure money. If your earning is not pure, you know, halal, haram money cannot make your food halal. It's impossible. Just be, you know, if you steal a, you steal a sheep and you slaughter with the name of Allah, Bismillah, Allah, Akbar, that becomes pure. Think properly. Many people don't understand. Really. It is not important that it is slaughtered anywhere. Most important thing is what is your income? What is your money? If your income is haram, then haram income cannot make the food halal. It cannot make. The, the, the food will be impure. That's why there are two conditions for the food in Islam. Food should be Tajib and food should be halal. Tajib means what? Tajib means it must be coming from pure income, pure money. And halal means it should be those which Allah has allowed to eat. Like cow. And, things, and cow are slaughter. So understand the tra- difference between two words. Tajib means... You know, the food should must have been bought from the pure income. And halal means it must be from those things which are allowed to be eaten. So to have a halal alone is not alone. Allow, you can see, people write on their shop halal in Arabic. So you are impressed by that. But it is pure. No. Most, more, you know, if it is not halal, if it is not slaughtered properly, still you can eat. Can't you, If the animal is not slaughtered properly, some people say, you say, Bismillah, akbar you can eat. But if it is not pure, nobody says it is halal. It never can be halal. It is haram. Food being tajib is more important than food being halal. It is more important, much more important. They say Alka. When you go there, be careful, because our city, when we left it, is full of corruption. Don't buy food from anywhere, because they know when haram food goes inside, it never can make something good. One of the important things is really, if you want really your family, your children, to be good, one thing is always feed them from pure money. Any money that comes with dishonesty, cheating, bribery, or any source which is not allowed, this money never can bring barakah to the family, even if it's plenty. But the money is small, a more quantity of money, but it comes really from the obedience of Allah from the sources that Allah has allowed then it will bring Park. Small money will become big in a <laughs> <in> ayah So what they said, Fad Yamur, Ayyuha Askafa He looked that which one is the pure food. In an Arabic language here also, you know, if the people who know the grammar, Ayuha in Arabic language, you is know, more means it could it could become ayyyun, ayyan, ayin, or ayuha can become ayu, ay ayuha, ayyha, It can be all three only place where it cannot be a, you know, change is this place really a place where it is in the beginning of the sentence and in the next part there should be a pronoun referring to it and that pronoun has been dropped the sentence should be Ayuha Ayuha hiya askata aman Ayuha or huwa askata huwa has been dropped so when the sentence becomes like that that we call in Arabic language is when ayu is in the beginning of the sentence and the sadr of the silah is mahadoof then ayyoh becomes mabni otherwise it should be fal yanzur ayyoha in kind of Arabic grammar it should be fal yanzur ayya. but the reason is not ayya because it became mabni because the sadr of the silah is mahadoof so that way it becomes mabni in the Quran many, many examples for that so that keeps mind ayu ayyoh is mu'rab it has all the arab, ayu ayya ayyoha except in a, in a in a situation like this one where it comes in the beginning of the sentence and the father of the Silla means Hova Zameer it is Mahadouf then it becomes Mabani it always remains Ayyuhah To so look which one is the most pure food Faaliyya Asaykum Berizq Min he should bring a provision from God's pure food okay Ayyuhah means Ayul Al Madinah says Ayyuh Ahl he should go and look which people of the city they they are they care for halal food, for pure food. You know, there are so many parts. No doubt really even among unbelievers, there are some people who care about the money. So he should go and find out which part of the city which actually careful about this matter. Then come there for Ya means and bring a food from it. Something little whatever there. One And when he goes there, he should be careful. Be careful. You see how much how much they do. They do every single thing that they can do. They think really if they go and somehow the king knows that these are the people, they will be arrested and again they will be forced to become, you know, pregnant uh, uh, pagans or worship the idols. They don't want to be known. That's what should be. In our time really, Muslims don't understand this thing. That you need in this world to understand really what your condition is. Sometimes you are in the con you know in the world, all the community in the world, they live in different positions. Sometimes they are in the position of modesty means they are weak, and sometimes they are in the position of the strength, they are strong. When you are in the position of the strength, your behavior will be different. When you are in the position of the modesty, your behavior should be different. This is what wisdom is. For example, when you are with the old people, or 10-20 friends, the way you behave is different. But when you are alone, someone tell me what happens. Then you are careful, because you know that you don't have party, you don't have group, nobody to help you. You are careful. This is wisdom. When you are alone and you behave like you have 10-20 people around you, no doubt, certainly you are going to be humiliated, you are going to be harmed. This, this means you are stupid. Can if you understand really what difference between, yeah, between two traditions. When you are alone, you are alone. When you are a big number, it's a big number. When you have an army, strong army, then behave like that. But when you are weak, you should be, you should should be you should know that you are weak. People should know when they are weak and people should know when they are strong. So nations and individuals always have two positions. Positions are the modesty, and position the strength and the real people, clever people are those who understand the difference between both of them they behave like that like when the Prophet ﷺ in Makkah al-Mukarrama his companions are persecuted Khabbab radiallahu anhu Ammar Viyatran his family in bilal radiallahu anhu so much persecution, you can see sometime in the heat they made them to lie on the sand or on the stones and they put a heated stone on their chest and the body and you know, the fight comes from that there, there's so much persecution. And what the Prophet does? Did he interfere? Did Abu Qasaddiq and the people interfere? they oppose anything? They go in the night to kill Abu Jahar. Abu Jahar is doing this thing to let me go and kill him in the night. Did they anything like that? Why? Because they know if, he, if they kill Abu Jahar, it will not stop there. Then Abu Jahal's family will kill all of us. It's not that you know, you just kill Abu Jahal and the problem is finished because we are weak, we are not strong there is probably much worse so time is what there? time is time of the sabr time of the patience no wait for a moment we are weak we have to understand our weakness people are persecuted you know we should be patient sabr then when the time of the strength comes in Makat al Munawwara the Prophet said once that when you walk on a path an unbeliever comes force him to the Nairu path means you go on the wide path and a believer should change not you why? because now we are in the position of the strength when you sense the position then you should be seen Allah wants the dignity of the believers to be known and honor to be known when He gives you honor, both positions must be known properly positions of the weakness, modesty and position of the strength we Muslims in our time, we have no idea of this matter we never think really when we are weak and where we start Allah the Messenger teaches people when you see an evil Stop the evil with your hand. If you cannot stop with the hand, then stop with the, your mouth. Say If you cannot stop with the mouth, then what do? Then with your heart. Mistress like with the heart. We say no. Even if you cannot stop with the hand or with the mouth, still we are going to stop. So tell me this is the way Allah Messenger made three stages. But we say no, always we stop with the hand. Whatever happens. Because when the comes, we must stop, we must fight. See, how much trouble we have created in the world. How much problem we have created in the world because of ignorance and because we don't understand the world properly. Think it properly. Always it is very important to understand. When you are a child, think really that you know a woman she has got a baby born, young baby, ten one month two months old, and she goes and sees a child five year old, and the mother of the child you know, feeds him, you know, nice food and you know, like all the good food. Now this mother says, "Oh, see." This child, he eats all the food and my child, and she brings all the food and feeds the child, is the wisdom? She should understand the difference. Your child is two months old, and her child is five years old. So a difference between both of them, your child only can have milk, her child can eat food. The difference between the age of your child and her child, this difference must be understood. We mostly don't understand the difference, this will happen our time. We know, don't, know, don't have any idea of weakness and extent when we have we don't know really how to behave these people they know this thing really. they know we are weak and they know this, if we don't understand our weakness it will create a problem so they have full belief in Allah they trust in him but they are careful people they say the person who goes to buy the food he should be careful he should have full caution go properly in a way they don't recognize you you know your behavior should be in a way you don't look like among those seven people and he does not let anybody to know about you. You know, does not, does not tell you. Any, by any gesture, anything, people know that we are the people of the, you know, those who disappear. People should not know. You see how much careful they are. This is how, how, this is things are done. But we people don't, don't take care. This is how the believers, you know, after change the He wants us for, to take lesson from that. Innahum, in alaykum yarjumukum. Certainly, if the people of the city, they become aware of you. They know who you are. Your jumukum. They will kill you by stoning. They will stone you until they kill you. Because in those days, one of the severe punishments used to be by stoning. Because stoning is, by stoning you kill people and also humiliate them. If you kill by the sword, you only kill. But when you stone a person, you humiliate the person and you kill. So when somebody used to do very, very bad things, things in the society, they used to stone, like leaving the religion or like saying adultery. So similarly they say, إِنْ يَظْهَرُوا If they become aware of you, يَرْجَمُوكُمْ They will stone you until you die. أَوْ يُعِيدُوكُمْ فِي مِلَّتِهِمْ Or they will make you return back in their way of life. مِلَّتُن means way of life of certain people. So like you know, مِلَّةِ اسْلَامِ is مِلَّةِ إِبْرَاهِيمِ Ibrahim's way of life. So this is their way of life. And if you do this, And then you never can succeed you see, that Iman is so dear to their heart that they don't know anybody, They don't want anybody to know them they don't want anybody to aware of that who they are they want to hide this eye as much as possible you know, this is what Allah loves to the believers believers must be careful must be thinking, must understand the word properly Allah wa has made the word on a sunnah on a norm this norm must be understood by the believers properly behave properly you should know the difference between the winter and the summer you should know the difference between where travelling and between when you are at home you should know the difference between when you are not feeling well and when you are healthy. Difference should be known. You should know the difference between your age when you are child, when you are young and when you become old. Difference should be known. Difference should be known when you are rich and when you are poor, and when you are strong and when you are weak. Difference that Allah has made and believers must know this thing. It is only our time when believers don't know these things. And the way the behavior really is, it looks that they have no idea how, how this world functions. These people, they have this understood properly. Now these people come to the town, you know what at least, uh, 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 because the Quran does not, you know, manage the details unnecessarily. Some details you can understand yourself properly. So certainly the time has passed so long. The coins, when you used to, the people used to make the coins in the past, usually they used to have the name of the king in that coin. People used to write the name of the king, it has been, you know, coined in the time of this king that time. Now it is 200 years more than 200 years. The kingdom has changed. Now are new coins. Maybe they, they use now dinar. They use golden money, not silver money. It could be uh, you know, or uh, uh, you know, one of those emperors who have you know like uh, Romans. They started in, uh, go- golden dinar, so it took golden money. Now these people, these people when they came to buy the food, he gave his, his dirham, his, his silver money, and the person he said, no, what are you doing? This, this we don't accept here. There's somebody around, must look at what he was doing. They said, what, this is? And they said, This actually belongs to the very old time. And then he said, Who are you? Where are you come from? Don't belong to this city. Where are you from? Because this, you know, where you got this coin from? Because this coin does not belong. It actually so many old things happen And now people started to say, Who these two are? So he realized actually that, you know, now people know him. And then he. Uh, you know, left the place, and then after that they started gossiping and this and that, and they found them and these people, and they came to them. Somehow the people here realized that who these people are. Now the people of the cave, they do not want people to know them. A crowd happening. So it co- it looks like more likely that one night when they are sleeping, Allah Subhanahu made them to die. Something does happened to them, and then after that the people came and they realized that you know this. Now the discussion happening. So anyway, this is what Quran says. وَكَذَٰلِكَ أَعْثَرْنَا عَلَيْهِمْ Like that, we made the people to know them. We make some people to become aware of them. So first Allah made them sleep, then like that Allah raised them from the sleep, and then now Allah made some people to know them. This is how Allah made the arrangement. You know, somehow Allah made the that now people know about them. It was the same time as I mentioned earlier, where the people in the town were discussing, because, you know, they have become Christians long time ago. But, like, as I mentioned, when the religion becomes old, there <coughs> search people, new ideas, new thinking coming, and search groups, you know, more and more groups. So one, the discussion in the in the city was, now, among the Christians, when in the Day of Judgment, God will raise the people, will raise them with the body and soul both, only the soul will raise, no body. Because the body, you know, is destroyed. How can we raise? And this time, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala made, you know, these people get to be awakened up. So now people can see how Allah kept their body properly for 200 years, and now after 200 years, it's still the same. They can function So similarly. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, when we die, He can keep our body, and when we wake up, you know, when He raises us, He can raise with the soul and body both. So that discussion was solved. So Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, can see with the same, same condition of people of uh, cave, he solved many many problems. وَكَذَلَكَ like that we made some people to know them أَنَّ وَعْدَ so people know that the promise of Allah is true the promise of Allah is that He will raise the people after the death with their body and soul that is true and that is the hour there is no doubt in its coming it will come no doubt as this only people only problem for this people was how Allah will raise the body. Now they can see how Allah kept these people. You know, for such far, such a long period, which is not normal, but not usual. How He kept. This is how he was going to raise them. So one that hour, there is no doubt is coming. Id Yatana amrahum. When they were disputing among themselves their matter. Now when they are disputing their matter, is connected to what? So one of the uh, you know explanation is. Is connected to Aasarna, like that we made some people to be aware of them, in which time when the people are disputing their matter, when this matter was happening, people are disputing their matter that uh, can be raised with the body or something like that, at that time the dispute, Allah made the people to know them at that time, it could be one meaning, and other meaning can be is that now is connected to the or coming after that, when they were disputing their matter now see what happens is, among the people of the city there are more than one sect many many sects few sects are there now the people of the cave have died and they have buried them they are buried now so now the people think that you know we should make some memorial for them something so people know that these are people of you know, our ancestors who actually disappeared people know their history because they disappeared for such a long time they want to make a memorial for them but the problem is among the cities, there are many many more sects every sect can that these people belong to them That's how it happened in all the time like you know Jews believe that Ibrahim belong to them and Christians believe that Ibrahim belong to them and now and Arabs used to, Mushrik used to believe that Ibrahim belong to them the Quran says Ibrahim was not a Jew, a Christian so the purpose of that was not to make that Ibrahim not a Jew everybody knows Ibrahim not a Jew The purpose wanted to make very clear that Jews and Christians and Arab people, they have made religion as identity. Ibrahim did not have identity. Ibrahim's religion was Iman, Islam, proper religion. So every time what happens is, when people are divided into sects and they make identity as religion, so they, they, they make effort to prove that their ancestors, they used to belong to their sect. Like in our time, we are dividing so many groups. In, you know, Ashari, Maturidi, hanafi Maliki, Shafi, deobandi Baleelvi, Salafi so when people ask people who was Abu Bakr Saddiq so Salafi people say he was Salafi, deobandi people say he was deobandi and Baleelvi say he was the truth of matter he was neither Baleelvi nor deobandi nor Salafi he was beyond that, so similarly happened in that time now there are so many sections, everybody said these people of the cave, they belong to my sect somebody knows they belong to my group, they say, belong to my group so if they belong to my group I will take control of the, of the place, place and I build whatever I like, every group wants to do something. In this matter what happens is, the people who are, who are secular, they always make effort to compromise. So they will say, okay, since you people are fighting in making Deobandee, Bareilvi, this and that, we are neutral. That's that how in Pakistan, neither Deobandee can rule, neither Barelvi because they can fight each other. So the people who are not Deobandee, Bareilvi, they rule. So you do that in because they are the only people who can, basically, everybody can agree upon them. In the election in Pakistan, if you stand and you are Diobandi, no Barilavi will vote for you. It's impossible. And if you are Barelvi, no Diobandi will vote for you. Diobandi or can vote for a secular person, but not for a Diobandi Barilavi. Though they know Diobandi, Barelvi, they are much nearer to Allah. They are a secular person. Many of these people do not believe in anything, but even if you think they are wrong, still they are close to you. They pray, they fast, they pay zakat, you should prefer them over people. But When people come sectarian, then they hate each other so much you cannot imagine. It is possible that you vote for a Hindu, but you cannot vote for a Shia when people come sectarian. If Shia stand in the election, Muslims will vote for Hindu, not for Shia. They hate so much. Similarly, if there is Sunni who is turning the election, Shia people vote for Hindu, but not for, for Sunni. Though they know Shia, Sunni, they are still Muslim. They are they're still you know, close to each other, much nearer to each other than, than Hindu. But this is what happened. When people become sectarian, this problem happened. Really. This, all the time, and this is one of the cuts from Anastasia In our time, you can see so clearly, Muslims are so much divided. You know, one cannot imagine exactly what happened at that time. Now the people fighting, everybody said they used to belong to my sect, everybody, you know. So, some people say, "Faqalu bnu alayhim Bunyana, Some people say, you know, you people fighting, you want to make this shrine, this shrine, leave all this, just make a neutral building, a building, like a secular people. Faqalu Make a building, because people at the cave, they belong to all of us. You know, they make a building which does not represent to any sect, just a neutral building. Bnu alayhim buniyana. Make a building, a memorial for them, Put down their names, everybody then can, can, can come and claim them. But it looks like these secular people, they were not so powerful. But anyway, so they said, build a building. Their Lord knows best about them. He knows who they belong He knows that whether we have this sect or that sect, we don't know really. So leave this discussion and just build a building. But those people who were more powerful and they are the ones who won the matter and they become, you know, they dominated in this discussion they said we must make mosque upon them these people so it could be the more power. maybe the king supported them somehow these people they say will be mosque why Quran mentions this Quran wants to tell you that in the Quran said in the very beginning that we are going to tell the story of the people of the cave with the truth. Meaning, what is the truth? After that, every single thing is useless. Quran mentioned the truth up where? Anna Now, Quran mentioned the dispute of the people is useless dispute. Quran said from the story of the people of the cave, you can learn Iman you can learn tawakkul, you can learn how Allah helps the people, you can learn how the Allah will raise people after they die. You can learn so many things. But people don't want to learn anything. People want to have their own dispute. Now things happening which actually are useless. Quran wants to say what is useful knowledge and what is useless knowledge. Now people start taking useful knowledge from the, from the story, they are only worried about the useless thing. These people have died, your concern should be to become like, the, like them, to follow them. But no, this is not a concern, The concern to make a memorial, make a building upon them, that's what they do If people discover Abraham's son's grave, so they will not actually worry to become like Ibrahim, to follow him They would like to make a shrine on Ibrahim, that's what they do you know, the, theory, the real thing is what Ibrahim was, what Ibrahim Sunnah was, what Ibrahim's way was, follow him These people, you have to learn from them, but no, this is not their concern, they consent to make a building And now many people, many Muslims, who build the building on the grave they think you know, they take a lesson from this. They in the story of the of cave, it is mentioned that they made a mosque, so we can make a mosque on the grave. Actually, the Quran, did, the Quran, actually rejecting that whole thing. That should not happen. You know, when some people die, you should actually make effort to follow them, to learn from their story. This useless matter to make a building, to make a mosque. How going to benefit you? What is going to benefit you to follow them, to learn iman from them, to you know, to learn their iman, their belief, their action, their practice. But this useless matter, to make a building, to make a shrine, how it to benefit you, and not really people do. course, some people, some or scholars, some just they die, they really make will that people bury them in this mosque from that place so everybody can visit them after their death. It means arrogance remains after their death. It's arrogance. If you want people to visit you after your death, it means what? It means you are arrogant. You think that you are better than other people. In the past people would used to love really, that they die and nobody knows them. And they buried in a place nobody knows them. That's how they used to love. So they don't want people to know them. Allah knows them. People, people, they don't need people to know them. Now these people died. Allah knows who they are. You know, you should follow them. But, but what they're doing actually? Building a building. Tell me how building is going to help you. Tell me if you make a shrine, how is it going to help you? It can help you in the world in matter. Because people make shrine, they make money. Like, you know, when you make a shrine, you become shaykh. And there, people come and divorce, And you say the sheikh was great and people bring money in India you know one uh, somebody from Devan, my teacher from Devganta he said one of his colleagues he made a grave and he became and sitting there and people bring money so I asked him that you are from Devon people they are against all the grave thing. how you make a grave and you sitting there he said no in the grave there's nobody anyway I just made a grave so you know we are not watching grave not, nobody is there just I made a grave because I don't have a job and this is the best way of income so you see that's what people do. There was nobody buried in the grave. He just made a grave. And now he, he advertises them that you know, if you come to the grave, your problems are solved. There's nothing there. His problems, his problems are not solved. He, he wants money, your money. You come to solve your problem and he takes your money. That's all the people the jinn do. The people say that you are just by jinn. They have nothing to worry about you. They don't care about your health. They take, want to take money from you. They want to take, make money. So that's how all people do. Make shalan. in In Lucknow, there's a the shrine of horse. Shrine of the host. They don't even know is yeah, shrine of the host. So they were sent, he died, they buried him, and then his horse died, they also buried him. Now it is shrine of the host, people visit that as well. He also became holy. Shrine That's how people do. You know, instead of a following and in obeying Allah's messenger, that's what people do. So that's not criticizing but some people actually take this verse and they see in the Quran they mention that people the cave people build a mosque upon them. Now we can make a you know mosque on the grave. Allah is actually criticizing them that you know after their death eh, what should you actually take lesson. Your people, you are unnecessary dispute to make building and, and, and mosque. So this one thing Quran is criticizing. The few things Quran Quran we want to make clear to you what is useful knowledge and what is useless knowledge. So use, useless things are this thing to build this building. Second useless thing is, you know your concern should be that how will either believe. Now the concern is what was the number. Soon, these people will say, when they discuss, they will say, people that gave up three people and the fourth was their dog. And some people will say they are five and the sixth was dog. Tell me, how, how do you say it is five? What message to say? Is there any proof? And why is it important, the number? Whether they are three or five, why is it important? Tell me, is there any important there? What do you learn, about whether the number was three or seven, or three or five? What do you learn from that? And, and what is proof for that? Do you have any proof? But people always want to make because people just sit in like You can see very often when you go, in, in, especially in India, when there are coffee houses and tea houses, and even the red shop, everybody sit there and discuss all the politics of the world. And when they discuss them, you really think, surprise, shorter, are they going to solve any problem? No, but people like to waste their time. They like to discuss every single thing. So, this discussion actually has no, no, no benefit whether the number is 3. And then, actually, not only that, they also want to count every time the dog is good. Well. Tell me what you have to do with the dog. If you really are concerned just, concerned, just count their the, the number. But every time they count, they will say 3 and the 40 dog. Dog is so important for them. Or they say 5 and 60 day dog. Just they are guessing in random. Rajaman Bilagheb, just throwing a stone. Rajaman means to throw a stone without looking here and there. Rajaman Bilagheb, just in random, take anything. Whatever comes to the mouth they say. Is it knowledge? And some people can make this knowledge that they know the number of the people. What, what is the big thing you have done? What you have achieved by knowing the number? So some people say three and the fourth dog, and, and some people say f- five and the sixth dog, Rajaman Bilagheb, all of them guessing in the random. And some people will say they are seven and the eighth is their dog. Tell my Lord you know the best their number. You see, this keep coming. Fear of the fear, say, أَعْلَمُ أَعْلَمُ Now they are no more there. So now Allah is teaching the Prophet, you tell them Allah knows the best. This is not a knowledge that you need to learn. And Allah does not want to waste your time. Allah could tell the people what the number is. وَمَا يَعْلَمُ مِ اللَّهَ Only few people know them. And Abdullah Abbas the great companion and who is the great interpreter of the Qur'an, the Qur'an, and really his tafsir is you know, the best tafsir people can know through authentic sources. But most tafsirs is coming from Abbas, they are fabricated. There's so many weaknesses in that. But whatever is found in Sahih Bukhari Muslim, and Muslim and other sources, that actually is no doubt very, very good tafsir from Abbas in Abbas used to say I am among those few people who know. Though I, I still will say really that it is just guessing, it is not really real knowledge. Like. And what he says he says, you see in this in verse, Quran mentions two opinions. The three fourth dogs and five six and then the Quran Sarah. They are guessing in random. When the Quran mentions the third opinion, Quran does not Bil Ghaib in the second one, third one, Quran doesn't It's been delivered. For the first two, Quran has been delivered. They are guessing in random. For the third one, Quran doesn't It means this is true. Also, he says, for the first two opinions, it's the ham satun saad ishum Without wow, without answer, ham satun wow saad ishum kalboom. Just say ham satun saad isum Or he says, sarah satun raagam kalboom. When it comes to last opinion, it's the sabatun wata minhum kalboom. Wow has come. And, you know, this vow, when it comes, in Arabic language, it can cut far more to be more firm. The seven and the eight is their dog. You can see it more firmness. it. could make more sense, what in said, no doubt, is his companion, and we have to respect him. But still I will say what Allah says. Allah says, قُلْ Rabbi, My Lord knows best their number. And also we insist really, even if you know, so what? Tell me, if you know their number, they were seven, and the dog is eight. So what did you learn from that? we learn anything? With word fitya we know anyway. When we say in Arabic fityatun it means anything which means three to nine. So number is small anyway. We know the number is very small. That we know already. But it really does not help us anywhere that we know there are three or five or seven. It does not help. Rabbi my Lord knows their number, no one knows their number except few people. فلا تمار فيهم إلا مِرَاءً ظاهرة. Mara يماري means to discuss, to argue, to discuss. فلا تمار فيهم إلا إِلَّا ظاهرة. Don't discuss about them except apparent discussion. Very little, just you know, you know, not deep discussion. Something you know, just you know, مِرَاءً ظاهرة. مِرَاءً ظاهرة means something which is very little and light. So it is a teaching to the Prophet that whenever matters comes about the knowledge, whether past or future, what you need to do, or always understand that your knowledge is needed. And refer the knowledge to Allah The Quran be because the past we don't know properly. If you don't know, no point to guess. The guessing is not going to help you. Because if you guess and also if you even know, this knowledge is not going to you know why people know history, learn history? Because they can take lessons. So you can learn about this pull of to take some lessons. But their their number is not going to teach you anything. So Allah said to them, you know, he's teaching nice manner, Rabbi uh, say, Allah knows the best. And then also he said, if you see other people discussing about their number, don't involve can say one or two words, but just move on. Don't don't make serious discussion about them. So don't discuss about their matter except little bit, except you know something which is not serious. Quran Yahsan. So that's why you know, that's why we say don't d- debate the people. Don't discuss with the people. Some people really, what their intention becomes uh, to prove that they are right. Why people make debate? Debate is that you prove that you win. You want to win. So this is actually a very, very bad manner. Allah's way, discussion only allows w- when when you can explain your point properly so the other person understand. But once you sp- explain, then after that any dispute is not allowed. In not right, really. If you make effort to win, that's not allowed. If you make effort to convince, that's not allowed in Islam. What a discussion is only allowed to explain your point properly. You answer the question properly. You understand the difference. People are only allowed to have that discussion which can help you to explain your point properly, with, you know, with nicely, with you know, modesty. But any discussion where intention is to win, or where intention to convince people, or where intention to defeat the person. This is not allowed in Islam, this is not real discussion. So for example, when people have debate between Christians and Muslims, that's not allowed. Really. Most of this, this, because this debate actually is a, to win. And when you win, you create hatred in the heart of the person. Then they also want to win. So I don't like any of this debate between Christians and Jews, Muslims on the TV, on, you know, a discussion. and Muslims become happy because Muslims really for a long time, they have never won any battle anyway, so at least they want to win in a discussion, so they become so happy. Like, you know, people in Pakistan, if they win cricket magic against India, they become so happy Because they, they never won any war against India, so at least they win the cricket against India. You know, theory really how superficial we are. You know, India defeats you in the battlefield, and now win a cricket against India, and we jump. This is how you how start. Not like this thing. They always understand properly. Don't make any discussion for a winning person. To prove a point, or to make people speechless. The only discussion in Islam is when you can explain your point properly. Once you explain properly and you know that nothing left, still people don't listen to you. Leave. They know Allah never commands you to prove something. Allah never wants you to convince people. But you can see Muslims actually always make effort. Like you can see many debaters about Allah. God exists. And they want to prove. They don't prove anything anyway. But you know, they, they make effort. And they keep fighting and arguing unnecessary things. Nobody is going to listen to you. Nobody is going to believe in Allah by that argument. Arguments never help any, anywhere. And Allah SWT never commanded the believer to prove that Allah exists. Did He command like that? Is there any command in the Quran that you prove that Allah exists? Most most of the discussion actually is happening in the society is useless and there no foundation. And Allah never has commanded. So try to understand properly. Any only discussion that allowed in Islam is that discussion which can help you to explain your point properly. Once you stand the point properly, then you have no right in Islam, or Islam does not allow you to make effort to convince people, or to make effort to win the debate, or to make effort to defeat the people. That's never, never Islamic, not religious. Is it clear? Only explanation is allowed to you. And don't ask any one of them about these people. Don't go to Christian Jews, what was their number? Don't ask it, because they don't know. They have no no idea. If you ask them, what will happen? More confusion will be there. And also, at the end of the day, this confusion does not help anybody. Why are you going to ask? So, Quran wants to start digitally, all the time, really. Similarly, when you study the history, read the history, always focus on the point which can help you for the future. You can take lessons. But those points in the history, which are useless, not not going to help us, spending time on them, and so much effort for them, and discussing and debating, useless you know, for example, which one of the city are, for example, even people don't know, really where exactly, where, what is the city of the pillar of cave, we do, do we know? There's so much guessing, but nobody knows. But tell me, if you know the city, is it going to help you? Now also, also people are making effort to find out which cave was. Now people in Turkey, they are making more effort than anybody else to prove that cave was in Turkey. Actually, I think they have discovered somewhere that cave was in Turkey. Even if you prove that cave was in Turkey, it's what? What you achieve by that? You know, the real thing is, you become like the people of the cave. The real thing is not that the cave exists in Turkey. The real thing is the people of Turkey become like the people of cave. Then the big achievement. But if you prove that the cave exists in Turkey, it's what? This, this cave could happen anywhere. You know, this story actually could happen in any time and any space. Space and time is not important in the story. The, what important the story actually is the real message. That message, wherever it happens, they are important people. Like the people of Makkah and Mukarama, Sahaba, companions, or the Prophet they are the people who followed these people. So now John imports. They don't have the, that cave, but they follow the people of the cave. It is not important really that you have the same cave, but what is important is to follow the people of the cave. Your Imam becomes like them. So the Prophet has been commanded, and don't ask anyone among them uh, about them. In is This actually very important, you know, advice. And never say for anything that I'm going to do that tomorrow. Never say like that. Illa Allah. Except that thing, we connected with this word. You say while saying this thing as well. if Allah wants, illa yashaa Allah is connected to what, not to fail. Illa inshallah is connected to La taqulanna. La taqulanna, Illa inshallah. You are not allowed to say anything about the future I am going to do except that saying which is connected with the word Inshallah, if Allah wills. People are not allowed. Allah subhanahu said don't say about future anything unless except it is connected if Allah wills. What is the connection between this verse and between the past? Connection is very deep, really. Connection is either people don't have the knowledge of the past, and they are not allowed to discuss unnecessarily things. Similarly, people have no not knowledge, proper knowledge of the future. For the future, what are going to do? Really, it's not your hand, because what you whatever you are going to do tomorrow, it needs certain knowledge. Uh, it needs also certain forces which can make that to happen. For example, if you say and tomorrow I'm going to go for Hajj. It really needs certain knowledge about, about Hajj, about all those things. It also needs certain forces which can help you to reach there, these two things. About the knowledge, about anything for the future, our knowledge that we have got is very little. There are many, many more causes which are effective, we don't know them. And about the forces which make things happen, we only control some forces. Many, many forces. For example, you think you buy a ticket and you can travel tomorrow. But tell me, some accident happened in your family. Somebody's wife died, or mother died. Are you going to travel? to they stop you? Or you die, tell me. Are you going to travel then? after death? No. So tell me how much you control of the future. The control that you have got of the, you know all the forces that can enable you to go for Hajj and Umrah, they are very little. The forces that you control, which can enable you to go for anywhere, that you control, them very little. And also the knowledge that you have got, are very, very little. Anything that people say, I am going to tomorrow, it always happens. So Allah, that I have the people, I have the people who, who gossip and they say that the number was three or seven or five, they don't have knowledge, and you should avoid that. Allah, this is right and that is right You should not discuss that. Similarly, when you say something about the future, you should be careful. You should refer the knowledge to Allah, and you should refer the happening to Allah. Allah will do. Here I will uh, say two uh, two things actually, uh, which Muslims actually always confuse most people. No doubt when you decide something in the future, you say if Allah wills, that's the right manner. But when inshallah I said that people actually don't, don't have any idea about this matter, I've seen the people use inshallah for all those matters which actually never Allah commanded them. What what Quran is teaching you? Quran is teaching you when you determine to do something in the future, don't express your determination except with the will of Allah. So for example you are deciding, for example you want to decide to do tomorrow something, you know, you make a decision, you are thinking what to do tomorrow, and then you said tomorrow you want to travel to, like Makkah, you travel to Makkah. So then you make a decision, so you say, I now decided to go tomorrow to Makkah, inshallah. That is why you Your determination does not have meaning, and if Allah, except if Allah wills. Is it clear? Then somebody asks you what you have decided. Then you don't need to say inshallah. You say, I've decided I have decided to go to Makkah. That's all. You needed to say, Inshallah, about your, when you are determining. Allah wants to tell you that if you say that I want to do something, that will not happen. If Allah wills, you have to make this thing properly. When we'll you decide, when you make determination, trust in Him. So when you're making decision, you make a decision, for example, you make the decision, I want to marry so and so. And once you decide that I am going to marry so and so, then say, I have decided to marry so and so, Inshallah, if Allah wills. That's your decision that you make properly. Now, if somebody wants to know about the decision, you don't need to say inshallah. Inshallah is commanded that you cannot create the future. Allah wants to tell you that your knowledge cannot create the future. Your control of the forces cannot create the future. Future actually is the knowledge that you have got and that the control that you have got, they are not sufficient for the future to happen. They are not sufficient for example if somebody decides to become a doctor so the knowledge that you require for, to, to for their degree and the, and the forces that you have got in control they are not enough you need to say I desire this if Allah will is it clear? that's what people need to have. because the thing is you want to make clear that my knowledge is not sufficient and my power is not sufficient the, you know the, we, I, we need certain forces we don't have them we need certain knowledge we don't have enough of them so I say I decide this but if Allah only will wills. But once somebody asks you what your decision, then you don't need to say if Allah wills. So, for example, you decided to marry someone. So, I said, Decided if Allah wills, I will marry so and so. Inshallah. Then somebody asks you what you decided. You said I decided to marry this person. That's all. Now you don't need to say inshallah. But people all the time keep saying inshallah every single matter. Like there is a story in India about Rav Jhakkat. So, Rav story is this man. What happens is he went to the to the market you know to buy horse he had money so one of his friend asked him where he's going he said i'm going to buy horse you know in the market his friend said say say, inshallah he said why inshallah the money is in the pocket and the horse in the market what inshallah here you know so you know i got money i'm going to buy from the market so why inshallah and then he went to the market and negotiated about a horse and decided the price and then he wanted to pay when he put his hand in the, in the pocket there was no money money was stolen so now he said to the horse seller my money has been stolen inshallah i'm going to house inshallah i'm going to bring money inshallah i'm going to buy a house horse inshallah to so this This inshallah is not in the right place it's not the right place inshallah is not using the past inshallah is not used in the about the news about the information inshallah is used about decision when you decide something that's what inshallah means your decision cannot produce anything, if, unless Allah wills. Is it clear or not? Try to understand properly this matter. If Allah wills, basically, it is only to teach you that your decision cannot produce future. It cannot generate future. It does not generate. You need what? You need proper knowledge, which you don't have. You need proper control of the all for all forces, which can make it happen. But you don't control those forces, even you don't know those forces. So that why, why is do I the much as can do, and that trust in Allah. That means if Allah will then I will do this. Now, if somebody asks you what you have decided, you tell. So, for example, the Prophet, when he decided to go for battle Badr, he made this made dua and trusted Allah. Now, somebody asks what decision now he will say, I am decided to go to outside to fight Badr. He is not going to say every time I am going to inshallah to battle Badr. Then somebody asks where are you going inshallah to battle? Then so he says, like that. In a, but in our time people keep saying Inshallah for all the information that is wrong. Because, because what happened with you? religion is by thinking. That's what makes sense. But when you make religion just an a habit, a culture, it loses its importance. Inshallah it has become just a word in mouth with no meaning. It is just a culture. And this is what we're teaching in the mosque. <coughs> I, I went to this mosque. Do I like it? People teach the right thing. when I'm saying really from the very beginning what they is they have written in the mosque that you know if you say something tomorrow say Inshallah if for everything they have written Dua so I'm thinking really this is what people learn so what they learn actually is no, no thinking no understanding they learn certain words that in the future you say Inshallah you do. then you have no idea why Inshallah what it really means Inshallah is the word of Tabakkul it is the word of trust it's not, the thing, it's not like a habit of Muslim that in future always Inshallah It is not the meaning but people learn in the masjid, this is what they learn. So they think really what it means really in the future when you say something, you say Inshallah. It is not Inshallah, not like that. Inshallah is only what a Raqqa. It means really that since you don't have full knowledge, sufficient knowledge, and you don't control all the relevant forces, you have to trust in Allah, the one who controls. You have to trust in Him. So you can say really that this is the best I could do, but still it will not happen. My knowledge and my control are not sufficient to produce the future. So I, I trust in the one who produces the future. That's what you say. You determine. You see what Quran says Inni fa'alun. Don't say, never, never say about anything that I'm going to do it. You see? Inni fa'alun. Illa inshallah. So it's about determination. Not about information. We are using inshallah where? To inform people. That is wrong. In, inshallah you use to decide, to make determination, to decide something to do, so you can, you make clear to Allah, this is the best I could do, but my knowledge is not sufficient, this is the best I can make effort, but my effort is not enough, you know, you are the one who controls all the forces, which can produce the future, so I trust in you, you say, inshallah, and then after that, if anybody asks you, you say, so when you first time make a decision to marry someone, to say I am going to marry, inshallah, this person, that Allah become happy. Now somebody asks you what is your decision, every single time you kiss inshallah, inshallah, I'm going to marry this. Is, this is a misuse of the word. You know, people think it is a religion. That's how Islam has become the only religion of the mouth. It really has nothing to do. It is lip service. And people say with the lip service, you, know, cannot, you need to say with the mouth, water, water, can we do a water? With the lip service, you even cannot bring water. With the lip service, the no, tabakkur does not happen by lip service. There are can the people who say, inshallah, when the time of tabakkur comes, they say, because their inshallah was just on the lips. It was not real. Inshallah is the word of tabakkur, understand properly. Inshallah means you made every effort. Now you know, you believe it would not happen unless Allah wants. Inshallah is the word of tabakkur, word of Allah s.w.t. Inshallah is the word of your inability. To make clear, you don't have full knowledge. You don't have sufficient knowledge. To make clear, you don't control all the forces properly. All the forces are controlled by Allah. You cannot generate the future. Basically, inshallah means you cannot generate the future. Simple thing. Allah is the only who can generate the future. You trust in Him alone. That's what it is. Okay, I start with here, inshallah. And if you have any questions, please ask. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please support us so we can continue to bring you world class content at www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org forward slash donate. And please don't forget to subscribe to deepdean.tv for more Islamic studies content in HD videos. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.